We're live. <laughs> Hello, Leo. Hi, Sandy. Hi. Thanks for joining me this morning. Um, this is part of our Global Wellness Institute and May being Mental Health Month and our Breathe Initiative. And I, I know you have a new respiratory initiative with Global Wellness Institute. And I'm so excited about our conversation today um, to share more about something I've learned about from you, which is salt and salt chambers and salt therapy. And so let's get into it. You are the CEO of the Salt Chamber and you're the founding chairman of Salt Therapy Association. So how is salt attached to well-being and mental health, Leo? Well, well, great connection, great to be with you. Um, it, it's interesting, you know, the salt therapy, I started the company 10 years ago with Salt Chamber uh, after really finding out about it and didn't realize that this mortality existed predominantly over in Europe. Uh, here in the United States, we're pretty slow adopters, as you will, uh, to a lot of different uh, technologies and modalities. So started to implement uh, educating people about it. And it was all about the benefits that you get, mostly from a respiratory perspective, but also from a skin perspective, these dry salt particles that you inhale and get on your skin. But what was interesting is, is that we were really creating these experiences inside of a salt room where you unplug from your cell phone, you unplug from your email, you just unplug. And you really are focused on your breath, right? That's how we sort of have connected. And that ability to pause, take a deep breath, focus on and meditate on, it starts to really impact, as you know, our mental wellness, being able to be practice mindfulness. In fact, there are many salt rooms where they're utilizing guided meditation, sound therapy. And we all know the difference that that makes in just getting our brain waves and frequencies aligned. And so it does fit in uh, a lot about how it helps folks that have the stress and anxiety, how people are just able to take a time out uh, and practice their breath work, as you know, uh, from speaking at the salt therapy conference, you know, how important breath work is. And so it goes hand in hand. And I guess one of the side benefits, especially since COVID, we started doing research and the quality of life from a mental wellness perspective has really uh, taken part of what is a benefit of going inside of a salt room. And so that's really, I think, where the connection is and how this crosses over. And um, I remember at the spa shows a while ago, like many, over 10 years ago, the introduction of the Himalayan salt into the spa industry. Can you talk a little bit about the different kinds of salt? What kind of salt is used in the salt chambers and how does it how does it make us feel? Yeah, well, the salt therapy, also known as halo therapy, halo is the Greek word for salt, really evolved from speleotherapy. These are the salt mines underground where you have different uh, conditions, right? You're in an environment that the sun never has touched, 100, 200 meters underground, and how the humidity and everything is down there. So the very first halo generator, which is what crushes and grinds the dry salt, 
uh, is utilizing pure grade sodium chloride. This is what uh, salt that comes from the earth, but it's processed so it is uh, stripped of anything else but just sodium chloride. That's really the main characteristic of the benefit. That's what you're breathing in. You're not breathing in table salt. You're not breathing in Himalayan salt or any of that. What we started to do was the first salt rooms were designed to look like the kind of the chambers inside of the salt mines where they would have rock salt on the walls and all. But that was just for decor. All of the efficacy comes from the halo generator. We started to enhance that by utilizing Himalayan salt as a decor element. Beautiful brick walls, uh, sand, salt on the floor to create a, a multi-sensory experience, so to speak. But there really is no benefit from Himalayan salt by itself. A lot of folks used to think that it emits negative ions or does those things, like with salt lamps. It doesn't. Uh, it, it's been proven. I know that's on the market it that way, and there's that perception. And it looks great in saunas, and it looks great in restaurants and a lot of places where we have great decor projects. And psychosomatically, it really soothes you, the color, you know, being in that environment. Um, but in terms of the benefit, all of that comes from the halo generator with the pure grade sodium chloride that's in the air that you are breathing in and getting into your skin. Great to know. And um, uh, you have such an inspiring personal journey. Will you talk about how you um, healed, helped heal with salt and also just, yeah, such an yeah. You know, five years into salt chamber, um, I learned that I had a stage four cancer tumor in the back base of my tongue and throat that was starting to block my air passage, uh, which is how I started to notice it. I was actually doing a speaking engagement. And so uh, I had to get a, an, a tracheotomy put into me and uh, had that in, had radiation and chemo for a month and a half. And it really was the radiation that did the job. But going through that had a lot of uh, mucus buildup. You had a lot of different conditions. And so uh, firsthand, I was in our salt booth here in our showroom, and it provided such relief of my systems in terms of my capacity for airflow, uh, being able to take a time out, uh, clean myself out. You know, this is great for people that have allergies and asthma and COPD. I mean, as you know, our breath is the most important thing without breathing, you know, it makes it very difficult to live. Uh, and so salt, from my perspective, really was uh, uh, something that was part of my routines and rituals uh, with everything else. And I think a lot of people now, especially with COVID, are more attended to their respiratory system. And uh, as some have spoken, uh, James Nestor and others, where they cite studies about how what the single factor determines the quality and the longevity of our life is our respiratory system. And tied to that, as I see behind your head, breathe and everything, so important. And, and, and we take you know, it, it for granted that it just happens, right? This involuntary way that we are. But having intentional breathing, having mindful breathing, uh, really breathing from that mental wellness state uh, and couple that with the salt therapy experience is really pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's incredible that when we optimize our respiratory system, all the other vital organs and vital systems are elevated as well. So yeah, 
Um, so will you talk a little bit about your new respiratory initiative? I know these days people are really more mindful about the environmental issues around us. And, and I know a lot of, um, commercial buildings are now being more mindful about the way that they're built and the global wellness, um, architecture and design initiative talks about this as well. So I think this goes hand in hand with, um, with what you're doing. Yeah. You know, salt therapy is a great modality to help systems as, you know, your symptoms, your, your respiratory system and all, but you need to stand back and take a look at why are so many people in the world having these conditions of allergies, asthma, lung cancer. You just go on about respiratory. You have to start looking at the source and cause of the issues. And according to the World Health Organization, 90% of our world's population lives in poor air quality, you know, whether that's outdoors, but more importantly, to your point, indoors. We have antiquated HVAC systems. We have things that are in the air that are invisible, that we can't see, uh, the chemicals that we use in our homes, the, the, just the technologies that are around. This is what's getting into our system every day. So what is the correlation between the quality of the air that we breathe. Um, how is climate impacting it? You know, not to be political about climate change, but you have to wonder about what the forest fires do to the quality of the air, what carbon emissions are doing, what methane is happening. You start looking at these factors along with um, dense populations in urban areas and what the impact is, and you start to see a correlation. So as great as salt therapy is for the symptom relief and for treatment, how do we get more to the source of it? So there are a handful of us that have recently formed this initiative to really educate people and to make more awareness. Back in the days, I remember we talked about air pollution, right? Um, but there's not much around that anymore. And it's actually gotten worse. Uh, you do have a lot of proactive uh, programs out there that started with uh, lead, lead buildings and well-built now and uh, really understanding sustainability, green architecture. You and I were just at iSpot. It was interesting how some hotels have a wellness floor where they have different types of air filters and different types of you know water treatments and things. So you're starting to see more of an awareness, and that's really what the impetus for the Respiratory Wellness Initiative is, is how do we get people to be aware and focus on the things that are impacting our respiratory system, which a lot of it is the quality of the air that we breathe every day, 20,000 breaths. I don't know. You know more about that than I, but what's in the air that we breathe? What's coming in and out of our system? And that's what we need to take a look at. Mm-hmm. And what does the salt industry look like now? Where can people find a place to experience a salt chamber? Yeah, um, well, the Salt Therapy Association is the, the leading trade association. They have a directory of salt rooms all over the world. Um, salt Chamber, our company here, is continuing uh, opening up newer facilities. You know, you have the high-end resorts and destination spas, the local day spas and med spas. But now you have athletes doing this because of the enhanced lung function that it provides, increased uh, airflow into the body, to the red blood cells for performance endurance. We're doing equine salt therapy for racehorses and work. So when you think of other 
mammals that breathe, right? They have some of the very same conditions. We have veterinarians that are doing upper and lower respiratory conditions for dogs and cats. We have uh, new senior uh, facilities opening up in nursing homes and assisted living facilities because as we age, our respiratory system starts to wane. So the industry from people getting into it is a great uh, business. You see a lot of wellness modalities combining salt, cryo, sauna, float, massage, yoga. Uh, we, we have people that are doing yoga inside salt rooms now as you're breathing in. So a lot of great concepts and experiences. I know today uh, within the whole wellness and spa industry, uh, there's been concern about you know the, the labor and utilizing space in spas. A lot of people are converting underutilized treatment rooms, Vichy rooms, and other things. So they not only can bring a touchless uh, evidence-based modality, but also very hardly any extra labor involved. So how do you make this the right business opportunity in addition to providing your guests with a great wellness modality? So the industry is really about at its inflection point. Over the last 10 years, it's been a lot of education and awareness um, celebrating our 10 years this year. It's really been uh, a journey with all of the iSpa shows and Spa Tech and Global Beauty and Live Love Spa. And now we're going to fitness shows. and edu It's really about educating and awareness. And I think it's starting to really make sense to a lot of people. Yeah, it's so interesting. And you explain it so well. And it's definitely, I feel like, at the just at the ground floor level where all of your tireless work over the past several years is finally um, sort of like breath work is having its moment now too. And so I'm excited for that. Um, you know how people these days now have like ice baths at home and saunas at home. Is there a way to do salt therapy at home? Yeah. I love the segue. I love that because, um, just last year, we developed a consumer model of our halo generator. And actually, you can have a pop-up salt booth that you can sit in and you can get salted at home. I mean, we've been doing salt booths at home in, in private salt rooms and residence. Um, not long ago, we did Tony Robbins' house and a lot of, you know, really cool projects. But, you know, for the for every day, in fact, at the, at the in traveling, I take this little device that's literally about, you know, nine inches tall, pack it in my suitcase. You can go into the rest, you know, the bathroom in the hotel and get salted. Uh, people are doing this in their home a lot. We came out with this before COVID, making it available. And so uh, we're really getting ready to make that more available. In fact, uh, later this year, we'll be uh, at the Biohack Conference with Dave Osprey to really kind of reintroduce this concept to the general marketplace and the consumers that really don't know about it. That's exciting. I didn't know that you had a little portable model. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, you can do, people, we're doing salt rooms in people's homes. Some people are taking their existing saunas that they don't use and putting a halo generator with it. So, I mean, lots of possibilities of what people can be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, and care has gotten a lot more important, as you know. Mm -hmm, definitely. Um, and the biohacking summit, that's exciting. And I think that this that will definitely... Uh, make have some ripple effects. Do you consider it a biohack? You know, it's an interesting concept about are, are you really hacking into your biology of your system? Obviously, 
when you are introducing something into your system, you know, it can fit within that definition. I do think that um, rather than doing uh, steroid inhalers all the time and relying on medication, which our society is not built on, I think there's a whole different mind shift to the pendulum switching where you've got traditional healthcare and self-care really becoming the holistic model. So if you call that biohacking to kind of come up with alternative ways to really impact the quality and longevity of your life, then yes, salt therapy is a great fit for that. And what's the, and so there doesn't have to be a heat. I just want to clarify that like a sauna where the heat has to be high, this is just a room temperature experience. And so it is for everyone, right? I mean, you don't yeah, have I mean, to have asthma or anything. Yeah, I mean, salt therapy has been shown to be safe from, from young children to pregnant women. Um, you know, it's great for pre-asthmatic children. Moms love bringing their kids to play in the salt on the floor like it's a sandbox inside salt rooms. Um, up to the senior citizens and everybody in between. So it really has a wide berth of pretty much anybody that breathes will benefit. Um, but there has been some confusion in the marketplace where sauna and salt, uh, you really don't want to do that together. You know, you don't want to elevate, as you know, when you're in a sauna and your core rises, your breathing pattern changes, your blood pressure changes. Sauna is a great uh, uh, modality by itself. Salt's great by itself. And to your point, it's not about temperature. Uh, mostly we're concerned about humidity because you don't want moisture. The whole essence, the, the, the whole focus of, of salt therapy, halo therapy, is that it's dry, not a saline solution. While it may be similar every time I see you walking on the ocean and breathing in that air, those are evaporated pop particles that are been saturated. They really don't have the absorption quality. And that's why the drier, the better. So when you're breathing in the dry salt, it pulls out and absorbs what we're breathing in every day. Um, it, that's what allows for the anti-inflammatory characteristics to really do its job. So it has nothing really to do with the heat. You can have it any temperature, uh, but you really don't want to be doing it in an environment where you're bringing moisture into it, which is what happens when you sweat. Hmm. So interesting. Yeah. And I love the, um, the, uh, the equine therapy with horses. It's yeah. fascinating. Yeah, we've had, we've had uh, Kentucky Derby horses, some of the top trainers. We literally took a shipping container and converted it into a two-stall horse salt therapy, and it's at the Santa Anita racetrack out in California. So uh, that's really becoming popular, and uh, that the whole horse world, uh, the World Equestrian Center in Ocala, Florida, with the largest facility with jumpers and shows. They're building a salt room that's being run by the University of Florida uh, Veterinarian School. So you're getting a lot of momentum of people becoming more aware about all of this. Mm -hmm. So where can people go online to find you and learn more about this and to, to find experiences that are in a city near them? Great, thanks. Yeah, uh, our website is saltchamberinc.com. Uh, just go to our website. You'll see everything you want about salt therapy. Uh, we also have a website called salttherapyhome.com, which is that consumer market that we have. And you can always find me right here on LinkedIn uh, and uh, on the Global Wellness uh, Institute initiative page and uh, anywhere else. 
Awesome. And so let's, I'd love to end our conversation with just um, one or two tips from you about what makes you feel good every day? How do you, besides salt chambers, do you have any um, advice about for mental health or breath work yeah. tools that you use in small moments? Well, I've learned some of the breath work from yourself in the morning when I wake up, I do a little mindfulness about being grateful, what my day is going to be. I do some creative visualization. Takes me maybe about 10 to 12 minutes. Um, and I just sit there and I try to get my mind aligned for the day, not worrying, not thinking about everything there is to do. And then I do that at the nighttime. You know, I turn off my screens, I get into a, a space, and I just kind of complete the day mentally in my head. And that kind of really allows me to not only take that breath, but uh, be mindful of the present. Awesome. I can't wait to, you mentioned doing yoga in the salt chamber. And I think by me is in Santa Barbara is that big salt yeah. chamber. It's on my to-do list now. I would like to go there and experience yoga in a salt chamber. Yeah, it's a, it's a great facility. Definitely check it out. They've been around for quite a while. They're one of the ones that have been around. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing the salt therapies with us today. I really appreciate it, Leo. And um, we'll talk soon. Yeah, thanks, Sandy. Really appreciate it. Take care. And you too. Bye-bye.